We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Thank you very much for the super chat. This is how you do it. You kick a team's butt on their own field. It wasn't pretty the way the game went at times, but this team is dangerous. Go Irish. I mean, guys, you have all talked about this. Sean talked about it. Ryan talked about it. You know, I talked about it. This is what we're talking. This is what this Ryan, you tweeted something after the game. You said this Notre Dame team is dangerous. And and what I would have what I would have said is. My response would have been to that, like my question would be, okay, did if they if they went on a field like today and they're like, guys, they played the perfect game. Like, I don't know how much Bradley could play. And it would have won the way they would have won. I'd have said, hey, when this team plays their A game, they're really dangerous. But Ryan, to 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 your point, they're dangerous because they don't have to play their A game to go on the road and beat a team that's won at least eight games in five of the last six seasons convincingly. They let them hang around, they fumbles, turn all this kind of stuff, and they still like Vince, you even said, like you said, I I had one moment of uh oh, but for the most part, even when they fumbled, you're like, well, you know, this is this is going to get interesting. But at no point in time did you not feel like this team's gonna this team's gonna be fine. They're gonna win the game. But yeah. to then just when they smell blood to put a team away, Ryan, when oh, yeah. when you can go on the road against a power five team that is a a a bowl team every year, and you can kick the crap out of them, and you played your what? B game as a team when you add it all up as a team, play your B yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, boy, that Ryan, you correct, man. You are dangerous at that point in time. Yeah. Well, I, I love people that kind of come back at it. You know what's funny is you can always tell the fan bases that are scared when off of the cool tweets, right? There was an Alabama yeah. fan that was said something like, Oh, yeah, um, dangerously mid or something like that i'm mm-hmm. like you're a little scared i think sir i yeah. think you're a little bit you got a little bit back your mind it's like you're you're a bama fan a why different. are you even talking about this right now exactly exactly you know? especially yeah. with texas tonight like it's a pretty big right. game that you got tonight by the way bud but yeah i mean i i think for me it's like because someone even again quote tweeted it and said something like notre dame should beat nc state every time and i'm like you're right, but it's about how they beat NC State. Like right. that's the difference, right? It's not just beating NC State. If they would have went to NC State and won twenty-eight to twenty-four, 
we probably think a little bit different coming out of this football game. Exactly. You know, coming into the game, Notre Dame is the more talented team. Notre Dame is the better football team. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I did. Mm-hmm. And they came out and they were clearly the best team, even when they didn't play their best game. And they showed that when they're don't when things aren't even going right, when they get off to a slow start, when they have a turnover, when they have 10 plus penalties, when they're playing the field position battle the first half and losing it, that Notre Dame can still come out and roll a quality football team. And that tells me, I think this team's a little different, man. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. I think it's a little different. Yep. I'm hopeful that I'm correct on that. We shall see. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code Irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash Irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. Patches O'Houlihan. Thanks for the super chat. So, no, some no. of the names in these chats, like some of y'all just have some awesome names. He, he's even got the emoji of, yeah. of Patches there. I love One that. of my favorite ones is coming up here in a couple, but yeah, that, okay. that, this is another great one. one Lots of yeah. it. 
Lots of adversity today, whether self-inflicted or from multiple outside forces. They responded well, overcame it, and the game ended up as it should have. This is how great teams are forged. Sean, this is what you were talking about earlier, man. Right? Like this, this is you this is what a well-coached team looks like, right? I mean, when there's belief, when there's structure, when there's hey, you know, like the, the haymakers are gonna come from NC State. You know, they're they're running trick plays, they're trying to do this, they're trying to throw everything in the kitchen sink at Notre Dame. The weather, you know, it's like some 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 witch doctor in Raleigh, North Carolina, every time Notre Dame comes to play, does some sort of voodoo thing that brings these crazy storms out of nowhere, you know, and it's just like but it, it, Sean, it just didn't matter, dude. Like to 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 pun intended, they just weathered the storm every time it came, man. And that's the that's the mark of a very well prepared team that has a lot of belief in itself. And in order to believe in yourself as a team, you have to believe in the next man beside, in the men beside you, and the man in front of you leading the room. Whether it be Marcus Freeman, whether it be Al Golden, whether it be Jared Parker, or all the position coaches, there's a lot of faith reciprocal faith in this football team uh, around and around and around. And a, a great example, Sean, Jaden Greathouse commits a dumb penalty. And you know what else? What ha- didn't affect the rotation at all. It went, put them right back in the game. Cause like, yeah. Hey man, don't do that. We believe in you go back out there and get it done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Talking about that catch that up. Uh, yeah. That was a, a first the one down. that negated the Tobias Merriweather. Negated the catch. Tobias yeah. Merriweather yeah. slam on the first down. Which he, is huge. Yeah, he didn't hide that he was picking that guy very well. Like, no, no there, at all. There, there's better ways to do that. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. But you know what would happened two years ago and before? From 2010 to 2021? He'd be out. Him out. And he he wouldn't mm-hmm. see the field again until week eight, nine, yeah. maybe. Like, that's what would have right. happened. He'd be right. in the doghouse. Bye. Yeah. But it is the mentality that we want it to be established, and it looks like it's being established throughout the team. You know, and it's 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 buying, and it's it's so funny because even when you talk to the Notre Dame coaches, they'll tell you that that attitude is always like it's not us. Mm-hmm. The kids run this program. Like they believe what they believe because some of them have played in a college football playoff or they've experienced. Great season. So even though they had to go through a tough season last year, yes, Marcus Freeman is the type of coach. Yeah, we could buy into the Al Golden. Yeah, like Brian, you just mentioned. But it's it's the players within what was that the program. First thing I said, Sean. The first thing I said. It's belief in the man next to you. Yeah. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if you don't believe in the man next to you, it doesn't matter yeah. how much you care about the guy in front of you as the head coach, because if I'm right. landed up and I don't believe in the man next to me and he doesn't believe in me, doesn't matter how good of a head coach is. doesn't matter. And so that has been, you know, the greatest thing to watch over the first three weeks is the attitude of this team. Like you talk about highlights, Jaden Greathouse holding stays and what he did today, his breakout game. Mitchell Evans and his breakout series at the end of the first half last week. Aldrich Estime, Jadarian Price. Uh, look, we all know it, and I've been saying it. Like, I love Aldrich Estime. I love Jadarian Price. But, man, that number 12 is different. He he just moves different. He just – the simplest run, it could be a seven-yard run. He, it, he moved differently than anybody else I've seen. 
you know, so it's so much excitement and so much to be happy about physically and what we've seen on the field, but I'm even more proud of this team and how they have evolved mentally, right? Because, dude, we talk Notre Dame football every day, pretty much, every day, except for the weekend and even sometimes on weekends. We've said what we needed to say about – I don't even want to name names. It's, it's a list of players that we said what we need to say about – them needing to improve or step up or be better right now. Or in some cases. Or, put, yeah, put on the bench. Or and right now. No longer in the program. No longer in the team. program, yeah. Yeah. And this team right now, it's like, yo, you're right, Ryan. They're dangerous, man. This, <clears throat> this is a dangerous team. And I'm not just talking about – I'm talking about this is a dangerous team to the teams that you think are the best teams in the country. Are you kidding me? The way I feel right now, man, dude, give me a sword. We'll walk, man, we can walk into anywhere. Where are we going? You want to go to Ann Arbor? Yes. You want to go to, you want to go to Ann Arbor? Let's go to Ann Arbor. You want to go to Tuscaloosa? Let's go to Tuscaloosa. Heck, you want to go between the hedges? We pretty much played them to a standstill. Before, with a different coach and less talent. So, who who do you want to play? Who do you want so us to play, guys? In we're, the we're the comments, a metaphorical sword, right? We're not talking about a, a literal sword, there, Sean. I, I am. Walk in hey, you know what? Sword. You know when I if I'm leading you if I'm leading you into an opposing uh, stadium, I got I have to have a sword, a real sword. Yeah. Ryan's oh. never been to like LSU or Baton Rouge. <laughs> I was like, no man, no, no, we're being for real. You, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky. I didn't say a 45. <laughs> you know, yeah, I ain't even fooled that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, um, but the belief, Sean, comes because you're watching kid because you're seeing belief on I'm the just field. Happy. Look, that's the thing. As Notre Dame transitions and the bulk of Marcus Freeman's future from a roster standpoint. I'm, look, I'm just happy that these young, these freshman wide receivers are getting their foundation with Sam Harton rather than another quarterback. I'm happy that the veteran defense is in front of Jalen Sneed. Nolan's it. I'm happy these youngsters are learning from the guys that they're learning from along with the coach and the coaching staff. I am really ecstatic about what I'm seeing from a coaching standpoint and execution standpoint. And that's even with the mistakes, man. That's mm -hmm. even with the things that need to be cleaned up. This, yo, this is some pretty, this is some pretty good stuff when it comes to the program, the yeah. program. It's not, Talk, the football team changes every year. This is becoming a healthy football program. That's yeah. what we're seeing. We're seeing the development of a really healthy football program. Each team is, heck, I expect next year's team to be more talented than this year's team. Younger. 
But younger yes. and more talented because yes. the youngsters are getting playing time. Right. And so on and so on and so on. And so they'll, talent, they'll, they'll move some fifth. They'll lose some fifth and six. That's what I'm reading as far as younger. Like they'll lose some of that. But, but um, uh, yes, you are correct. The talent, the talent is going to grow in the program. But if you don't have the mentality to go along with it, you know, and that's the, to me, that's the most important thing. Man, because we look, I don't know why. Vince, we said it earlier. I man, Sam Harden, Sam Harden fumbled, and I was like, okay. I wasn't sitting normally, I would be like, oh my god, here we go. Like, no, okay. I'm not gonna lie, guys. You're you're gonna be disappointed to me. I had a little bit of (laughs) BKPTSD creep up for like a couple plays. When they forced the first two incompletions, I was like, they're good. Because I knew they weren't going to convert that third down. I just – like, I'm not going to lie, fellas. For about two plays, it crept up in me, man. It just kind of came up a little bit. I'm not going to lie, well, fellas. you were actually lie. there. You yeah. were actually there. So yeah. maybe it was a little bit the environment. No, it's, it's BKPTSD, man. It is. It is. I'll own it. I'll own it. I'll own it. It was there. I'll own it. It's a real thing. I had no – because even if they scored – yeah, I already knew. I, I'm like Notre Dame is scoring at least 14 more points. Yeah. Oh, this. Once they missed that field goal, Sean, that's the first thing that popped in my head. They're about to run them off the field. That yep. that was my okay. first thought. Like I went from uh oh to three plays or four plays later because of you know three plays plus the missed field goal. I said they're about to run them off the field. You you had your chance. Yeah. And yep. you, you blew it. it. You, you blew know it. what's so funny. Uh, Dorn, I was begging, man, if they didn't call that timeout. Remember they had a series? I think they were down. Were they down seven or were they down 14? I think they were down seven. And they they were thinking about going for it on their own, like, he called the He called the timeout to punt. And, and they, called, they called the timeout. And That's I was so begging. weird. But they lined up to go for it. And I'm like, please yeah. go for it. Please yeah. go for yes. it. Dude, there's no way this, they were going to get it. Yeah, I didn't know this way. game. Yeah. Like this game is about to be over if you go for yeah. this right here, and it was still the third quarter. I mean, it but that lets you know, even their head coach had it in his mind, like, man, I don't know. Man, they pulled we, out a we, lot of trick plays today, Sean, and a lot yes, of some we, weird blitzes. Like they played like a team that knew if we don't do something, but see that one team. that goes back to that goes back to during the week. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch Dave Doran's press conference. Do you remember last year when the Sy- they were going up to play Syracuse and the coach was just begging, begging the fan base all week, like, please come out. Please be loud. Please do this. And he was just throwing flowers at Notre Dame, like, oh, my God, they're running. Dino, yeah, they're, Dino, baby. Yeah, Dino, they're so big, and they're just so fit. Dave Doran did the same thing this week. Yep. And I, when I heard him, I was like, Uh-oh. I'm giving Notre Dame zero fire. I'm, I'm giving like, them dude. zero bulletin board material. I want them coming in here thinking, oh, we love dude. you. We're so afraid. But he they coach that flowers. way, though, Sean. They, they absolutely coach that coach. way, though. They coach like, man. I don't know. We're we can't play to. our game and beat this team. We yes. got to pull some stuff. We got to pull some stuff out of our hat a little bit to beat this football team. Yeah, really that's does. the way they played. And, I agree. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Had there not had had there um, had there not been that delay, Notre Dame was setting them up. I truly believe Notre Dame was about to hit a pump and go on a tunnel screen. 
had they not had that delay because they kept running that tunnel and you could just mm. tell the way they were running. I'm like, they're setting, they're setting NC, up, NC State up because that wasn't the look to run a tunnel. But I think when they went in for that long delay, I think they thought like, you know, hey, they they're going to see what we saw and and uh, and prepare for it. But there was a couple of things I thought Notre Dame was about to set up too that would have been fun to see. Well, so, I'm I'm happy for the delay. I really am. I'm happy they had the delay because it's some really good quarterback play in college football right now. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I just I and just you know got what? a chance. And Notre Dame's got one of those guys. And Notre Dame has one of those guys. When was yep. the last time we were able to say that? Been a minute. Been a minute. All right. Cody with the super chat. Thank you. Veda Veda Much. Wow. O-line needs to be better. Great resiliency and big win. Go Irish. It does. The O-line against oh, yeah. Ohio State, Duke, USC definitely needs to get better. But again, um, they played harder out of the break. I think that's the big yes. takeaway for me is they came out of that that delay and they didn't play a lot clean. They play a little cleaner to me, but they played a lot harder. And that was the key. That was key. This is one of my favorite. This is the one I was talking about earlier, Vince. This is one of Laura Dern's Jurassic Park shorts. Yeah. Like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) I know know who this is, by the way, they messaged me on Twitter. So I know who this person is. Okay. Oh yeah. You have to let me know, Ryan. You have to let me know. All right. (laughs) Find it. I gotta know. Thank you very much for the super chat, Laura. Uh, Brian Driscoll read the script. <laughs> Tight ends stays showed out. Now you got to go sign up for the message board. Yeah, go Irish. Definitely got to do that. And it's only as much as his super chat, his or her super chat, four ninety nine a month. That's it. Maybe that's, that's why right, they baby. did that. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Super chat from John A one. Thank you very much. Is Maris Leafal the best linebacker through three games? Right. Yeah. Yes. Ryan, I think J.D. Bertrand's been pretty steady through th- three games, and I think it, I don't solid. think it's close. Yeah. And I, I, Ryan, I think it's a perfect way. J.D.'s been rock solid through yeah. two, three games, yeah. and it's not even close. Today, man, it's like you didn't yeah. notice him, but like that's actually a good thing sometimes as a middle linebacker. It's right? like not even close who the best linebacker is on this team through through three games. Yeah, as yeah. good as J.D. has been, it's not close. It's been Marist. Marist might in first three games. Marist Loyfeld might be the best player on this team right now through three games i will say i agree with that because as steady as howard has been he hasn't been as dynamic as what maris has been he hasn't made as many big plays as maris has made he's howard has been the most steady consistent player they've had maris was not super consistent last week i thought he lost contain a couple times you know but he still played well he you know he just he wasn't as good but as far as just the the number of just like wow plays like it's not even close it's not even close I would I would agree with that. That's a good take, Michael. We, we, we talked about this one. I just wanted to bring it up for Michael and and, and thank him for the super oh, chat. Yeah, he said the O line did not look dominating. Your analysis, yeah, we we talked about the yeah, O line and they got to clean yeah. some stuff up. No doubt about that. They Especially they did the start to Ryan and, and you. I think it was you that talked. I don't think I think it was you that talked about this during the week. The, the a key to this game was this. They were an undersized defensive front. And yep. you just needed to keep on them and keep on them and keep on them because events are going to wear them down. And we did see that in the second half of the game. I agree. Even with some of the mistakes, they definitely kept leaning on them and 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 wore them down late, no doubt. Yep. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop with the super chat. How are you do? How you doing, Justin Scott and Carter Nelson? First <laughs> phone call. Yeah. What's up? How yeah. you doing? Yeah, I, I mean, if um, Carter also watches the game and sees what Holden Stace does, like yeah. that's pretty easy. So, well, I mean, I mean, you've had what 
Holden's got three touchdowns on the season. Davis Sherwood got a touchdown today. Mitchell Evans had a big game last week. So you don't even got to be number one to be to get touch. And that's something we talked about, guys, that we wanted to see from this team was not just having one tight end dominate the numbers like we've seen for so many years at Notre Dame. And it doesn't mean that Michael Mayer shouldn't have had a ton of numbers, but can we get like 15 catches for the number twos, you know, and, and give teams something to think about? Like you had a year where you had freaking Brock Wright as your number three and Tommy Tremble as your number two, and you never threw him to football once you decided Michael Mayer was your number one. Like that just missed opportunity. But uh, yeah. I'll say this, guys, with all due respect, as impressive as this game was, I, we talked about it during the week. This isn't the needle-moving game when it comes to national recruits. This Absolutely isn't the game. Correct. Now, Carter Nelson maybe because it's a combination of, hey, did you watch your team play today? That's what I was going to say. Um, I would be so spiteful. I would If I was Chad Bowden, I would call him up and be like, hey, Carter, we're just checking in, man. Like, How did Nebraska do today? I didn't get to catch yeah. that game. Like, Yeah. 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 Uh, you're, you're, the, 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 uh, the game that's going to move the needle for Justin Scott and – Caleb Beasley and Carter Nelson and guys in 2025 is happening in a couple weeks on September 23rd, yeah. folks. Yep. I mean, this th that doesn't take away from today's win, but it, and we said this during the week. Ryan and I definitely talked about this. This isn't a needle moving game for the national perception of Notre Dame. This is a oh, no. this is a game that kind of makes people peek their eyes a little mm -hmm. bit at Notre Dame, and this is a game that confirms that Notre Dame is good for the people that thought they were going to be good coming into the season. But right. this isn't a I wasn't thinking a lot of Notre Dame or I'm committed elsewhere. And all of a sudden, holy crap, you guys beat the mess out of NC State. That's not what this game Sign is me up. from a recruiting standpoint. That's in two weeks. And yeah. then again, three weeks after that. And right. then again, three weeks after that. Right. That's what it is. Yeah, Justin Scott's pretty much in a, a, a bad mood right now. So, Did they lose last night? Yeah, they're, they're okay. winless. Brother Rice pretty uh, much spanked them last okay. night. And he was wearing Georgia Ohio gloves. State not looking great. So Saw far, that. But. He was wearing Georgia gloves. So I'm sure Ohio State fans are all worried now. So just Jeremiah McClellan wearing uh, he had Ohio State cleats and then Oregon gloves on in his game <laughs> yesterday. Just funny. Hey man, whatever they get those freebies. All right, yeah. Michael S. Thanks for the super chat. Sam Hartman looks human. Do you think Ohio State can make him more so? No, I mean Ryan. Ryan, you and I talked about this during the week. This is going to be one of the best coach defenses they're going to play all year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, and guys like. Did you think he was going to complete 82.6% of his passes the entire year? Right. And, and some and, people probably did. Some people probably did. And and yeah. that human Sam Hartman went 15 of 24 for 286 yards and four touchdowns. Right. If he does Sam that against Hartman, Ohio State, Notre Dame will beat Ohio State. Like yes. I'm just, you know what I mean, guys? Like, so yeah, he th th this is you this game was going to happen. A game like this is going to happen, and he still went 15 of 24 for 286 yards and four touchdowns. So, Vince, I'm going to read this one because this is for you, buddy. This is from Coach Vic 574. This is one of your Coach guys. Vic. Hey, yep. Vince, much love, my brother. Am I crazy for being even more annoyed about the last trip to NC State and playing in a dang hurricane? Well, you should be more annoyed with the way that that game was coached and the way that it played out. Absolutely. And you can also be annoyed – with the way that the head coach blamed all the players for losing that game. Those are valid annoyances, my yes. friend. And uh, it's good to, good to hear from you, Coach Vic. Keep doing yes. your thing over there uh, uh, on the west side. I believe that's where you're at these days. So, uh, But, no, it, it look, this was – I love all the parallels when it was raining and they're like, oh, it's going to be such a sloppy game. They just and came all. out kept running the ball. And it was – yeah, play, the play action game. We're going to break this all down tomorrow night, Vince. So, Coach yeah. Vic, check out me and Vince's upon further review. But their their run game and play action game was designed for these elements. Now, it ended up 
ended up clearing up late. And when the game, when it cleared up, that's when Notre Dame really started to roll. Cause that's right. when they started getting the ball down the field a little bit more. Like when it dried out and they, and Sam was able to get the ball down field a little bit more and, you know, but, but they had a, they had an elements plan and, yeah. and that's what a lot of it was. They were prepared it was for elements it. plan. And, and amazing. They went at it. Yeah. Amazing. What happens when you're prepared? Who, who knew? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Fetters, thank you so much for the super chat. Sean, you said it about giving the offense a chance. I love the end of half aggressiveness and putting up the 45th point were important. Sean, he's now done that twice too, man. And here's the thing I'm going to set you up for, Sean. It's one thing to have that kind of confidence when you're playing Tennessee State. Okay, like, well, duh, it's Tennessee State. But for Coach Freeman to show that confidence today against this defense, is a defense that Ryan and I said – was arguably the most well-coached defense that they've played all season in a half where they weren't playing good football, that speaks volumes about, about that, what you were talking about. Go ahead, Sean. That's because it's not about the opponent. It's about his belief and his quarterback and his offense. It, look, I don't care who we play. I'm trying to give us – it was 50 seconds with Tennessee State. I think it was like 52 seconds. Today it was just a little bit over a minute. It's like a, Normally, like, a, like a minute 15, a minute 20, something like that, yeah, right? something like that. So his mentality, his mentality is we don't need much time. We don't need much time. They get the big play to Tyree, which is kudos to Sam Hartman for, you know, I think they dropped eight on that play and mm-hmm. rushed three. And they just lost Chris Tyree behind it and passed them along and lost them and Great Damn, job by Chris Tyree sneaking behind it too, yes. like showing that instinct yes. to just to get behind it and the work wide behind receiver it. instincts. Yeah, it was yeah. great. So I man, I love the aggressiveness, man. That is uh, a far departure. <laughs> yes, far departure from what we've seen. Because you know what they would have done in the past, Sean? they would have ran the ball first down, and if they got a good chunk, then they would have kept going. But if they didn't get a good chunk, then they would have just. So they did every time, every time, every time. Nathan Milton with the super chat. Max Bulla deserves a raise for what he's done with Marist and the linebackers. I mean, I ain't wrong so far. Not wrong. Ain't wrong. Good so far. I, a, I would always say no. No one is getting a raise after three games uh, because so far you've beat teams you're supposed to beat, right? Like you know, the the game that earns raises, folks, is coming up in a couple weeks. It does not take anything away from what we've seen the first three weeks. Nothing, but uh, you don't, you know. That's like kind of giving a head coach a, a a contract extension after one year, right? Like, let's see how this thing really goes here a little bit. But so far, so good, guys. So far, so good. Just give an A in whatever class he's taken. How about that? So I love this because the same person who said Sam Hartman is human is Ohio State going to make him even more so also put this super chat. So that's why I love Michael S. <laughs> he says Hartman oh got his usual 40-plus points against North yes. Carolina State. Yeah. And it, and looked human, yeah, and looked human doing it. Four touchdowns. I think he can rest easy tonight. It's funny so. how humans look human sometimes. Yeah, yes, exactly. All right, from Joe, he says hello, post game crew. Sean, awesome seeing you, Vince. You're my sounding board during the game. Thanks, big Irish win. Estimates a grown man. 
Yeah. No doubt about that yes, last part. Yes, yeah. he is. No doubt. Yeah, there's just a bunch of Notre Dame fans on ADR run just screaming what Marcus Freeman's. I love Audrey Kestame. <laughs> like, you, know, <laughs> you know, there was a bunch of Notre Dame fans doing that, man. I love Audrey Kestame. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know oh, it. That's great. You know it. Maltavius, thanks for the super chat. Adult or not, Sam Hartman needs to take care of the ball, man. Definitely. I mean, look, guys. You can get away with that against NC State. You can't get away with those kind of things down the road. But but look, he made the place to come back from that. But yeah, you got to take you got to do better. And you know the first person will tell you that he needs to do a better job, take care of the football. You know the first person will tell you that Sam, Sam Hartman. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. The, the yep. point we were making when he sent this originally was that he didn't right. get rattled, and right. he kept his team with a singular focus on what they needed to get done. Right, because quarterbacks it, are going to make mistakes yeah. just like everybody else. It's about what do you do Thank you. when it happens. Thank you. What do Thank you do you next? For saying that. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Because this, this, sometimes the fan base is like, dude, it's football. You're competing against others. Sometimes they make plays. The North Carolina State, the lineman made a play. Yeah. It's like, yeah. He made a play. Most quarterbacks getting hit from behind, trying to move and keep their eyes down the field, are going to drop that ball. And it's real easy sitting where we were sitting to say, oh, man, you got to hold on to that ball. Sure. You're playing football, man. Like, you're going to throw an interception. You're going to make a it, – it, it, it happens, man. It happens. The most important thing, this ain't – excuse my bad grammar grammar but i have to say it like this this ain't your former notre dame team there's some more there's some tough times that's coming and some turnovers that's probably coming against ohio state some turnovers probably coming against usc duke other games you line it up some penalties all of that stuff missed tackles missed assignments Mm -hmm. this is a total this is a different notre dame team that's that's the most important thing. That to me is like, I can, man, I'm not, like I said, I know he's supposed to hold on to the ball, man, but it's some, yeah. it's, no. it's tough. Once again, he got hit from behind on a D lineman that made a play. But, he, but when you're moving field. around the pocket like that, you can't have the ball there where it can get knocked. That, that would be my coaching point to Sam, and Sam knows that. And Marcus Freeman has talked about this before. Marcus Freeman has talked about like, you know, with Sam Hartman, was like, look, sometimes when he's moving around, we tell him you gotta, you can't let that ball get away. And mm-hmm. and this is a great, and this will be a great teaching point for Gino Gadulli to say, hey, look, this is kind of why we tell you what we tell you. You know, so like when you're sc- moving around and you're in that situation, you're not sure it's a team that brings a lot of edge pressure. When you're moving around, you, you got to get that thing here. I mean, put two hands on it, but the, you know, but yeah, he's yeah. got to take better care of the football. And there will be other times he's done that, uh, but. What I love is no quarterback goes through an entire season doesn't turn the ball over. It's it's what right. do you do, what do you do in response, and 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 what he did in response I thought was pretty good today. And right. we can pull we can pull Aldrich if he fumbles. I don't I don't think we're ever pulling Sam Hartman for a fumble. No, it's different. I mean, and everybody knows that. I mean, are you pulling Joe Burrow when he threw a pick early against Texas when you were already down three nothing, or are you no. only up three nothing? No, it's just a different animal. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, game time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. All right. For PK, what I do. What to do. What to do. do. Come on, Vince. PQ, right, what to well. do. I like the way you say it. I just couldn't. See, this one, you don't have any Southern in you, man. You just got to, you got, you know, you got to have a little something that same way. I used to work on the South side of South Bend, but that's. I think what it, I think (laughs) what it do is like, I think that's a Detroit thing. Oh, see, there you go. I'm talking about how it sounds. You got to be able to say it. Okay. Well, I failed on all accounts. Vince is enunciating, Sean. That's the problem. He's enunciating. That's true. All right, man. Uh, well, thanks for the super chat, PQ. What it do? All right. Afternoon. There you, go. there you go, Vince. There you go. My dad's like, what in the heck are they talking about? Uh, after Notre Dame lost to Stanford last year, they were three and three and were averaging 23.67 points per game. Since then, they're nine and one while averaging 41.4 points per game. Is that good? That don't suck. Doesn't suck at all. They're averaging 47 <laughs> points a game this year. So yeah. heard worse. Heard worse. Not bad. Yeah, no, it, it's uh it's not bad at all. Not it, bad. It and, and the fact and the points this year, guys, aren't coming off of like 20 yard fields and they don't have like a bunch of pick sixes. Like they have one like one right. pick six, right? right? So far this year. I mean, they they've literally been over 40 points on offense in every game they've played so far. So even if you take away the defensive touchdown from last week. They're averaging 45.3 points per game. Right. Which, you know, in context of Tennessee State Navy, you're like, yeah, it's not overly impressive, but you just hung a 45 spot. Because you exactly. guys remember earlier this week, somebody on the mess somebody on the message board, and, and I, I haven't been on the message board since the game was ending, so I don't know if it's on there, but somebody on the message board who's got a, a really funny name, uh, and I literally mean funny, like it's 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 hilarious. But he started predicting like Notre Dame's going to score forty some points, and I was like, "Hey guys, can we pump the brakes a little bit? Because like this is a team that's given up over forty points like once in the last two years, right? Like 
let's let's chill out a little bit with the expecting 40 points today and then lo and behold boom 45 i mean right this this is not a team that gives isn't nc state a great team no they're not a great team they're not ohio state they're not usc i'm not like oh they beat you nc state 45 24 bring on georgia that, that's that's not what i'm saying today right but but what i'm saying is this isn't a team that does this right they just don't do this and the only t- quarterback that led the, a team to over 40 – and, you know, it's funny, the, the, the same quarterback has led has had both of those 40-plus point games the last two years, by the way. Just, Just thought saying. I'd point that out. But he's not good against NC State. That's yeah. what I was told. The previous two years he'd given up 40. So, like, yeah. now year three, this is the second one. So, yeah. What did you say, Vince? I said what, he's not good against NC State. So, that's what yeah. I was told. Yeah. Numerous times. Well, he hadn't been. He right. hadn't been. But it's fairness. not just him. He's not the yeah. only one. Like, well, I mean, but if you broke down the games, he did. I mean, he wasn't good against NC State. But 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 part of it, guys, is that he felt that there were you could tell there was a need that he had to wake for us. He had to put the team on his shoulders. Yes. Yes. And I, I think today it was just kind of like, I don't need to. If no. this game doesn't show Sam Hartman, like, dude, you don't got to do it all by yourself. This is why yeah. you put two hands on the football because your defense is going to have your back, man. Yep. You did screw up and fumble the ball, and they still had your back. Yes. Right. Like this is why you don't need to force those things, right? And and it's it's going to be a great thing for him. Like, hey, man, dude, you are not, you know, I, I, it's my favorite movie example when I do this, guys. So I've used it before, but you, you're not Captain America there by yourself with the broken shield, bro. We got Black Panther coming through over here. You know, we got we got you know we got uh, Ant Man busting through the building over here. You know, like we got the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, bro, we got you, right? We got you. We're here with you. And uh, it's a great learning lesson. And the game, a day like today is is a perfect example for Sam to be like, dude, I didn't bring my A game today, and I didn't do this, and I and I did turn the ball over a couple times, and I did do all this, and we just smoked that team that had smoked me that smoked me last year and beat me two out of three years. He was zero for two at NC State coming into the, at NC State. His only win was two years ago at Wake by three. You know, like he smoked them today. A team that had his number and and he didn't play a, his A game today. That's a that's got that's a great feeling for a quarterback. Let me just tell you, that's a great feeling for a quarterback. Big pressure reliever, stress reliever. All right, John B. This team can win multiple ways. Hard to stop everything. Go Irish, and that's what we've been telling you guys since January. Like this team is going to have options, and now they've got a man. they've got a guy who will use those options. And it appears up to this point that they have an offensive coordinator that will call plays for those options most of the time. Yeah, and I didn't even think Jared Parker was great today. That's what but I'm he, saying. He, Most of the time, he was he 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 called the, he made the calls. Like here's what I liked about what Jared Parker did today. And I may change my mind when I break down the film. I may like the play calling a little better than I did, like kind of watching it live. But like I hated that 14 personnel third and two. The duo at that was just such a bad play call. Or they ran counter as such a bad play call. I may like it better, but like when he needed to dial something up to change momentum to get a big play, he had something that he dialed up. I mean, the play action to to Holden Stace for the touchdown. They had been running that formation all game, and it was run, 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 and he just bam and just get it outside. And Sam Hartman had Holden Stace in the flats for another potential big play and he under threw he just threw it into the ground yeah threw it you know the but the 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 just there there was the the seam route to kind of spark that drive the 
the the stuff he did with the the twins personnel over with Joe Alt that we'll break down tomorrow. The stuff he did off that, like man, he had answers today, and it wasn't a oh my gosh, Jared Parker put on a clinic today. I, I didn't come away out of the game thinking that, but you're. But I just go through my my play by play, and I'm just like, ooh, I liked that. That was a clutch play in that moment. Like ooh, I like that call in that particular situation. Ooh, you set them up. Like there were things you could tell he was setting them up to come back with this later. The minute they start bringing that corner fire, we're coming back with this. So like they were starting to bring they would Notre Dame would kind of motion in the boundary and they would bring a fire off the edge away from Holden. Well, if they're if so when he would go motion, they were trying to crash the edge, right? So if if he they're crashing the edge, what are they doing in the boundary side? They're rolling over top to protect that edge that they're crashing off of from the field. So what's going to be there? There's nobody going to be out there to cover Holden Stace on a on a on a slide route like that. I mean, it was just a great call. It was a great call. And um, to your point, Vince, it's like you could tell like he's not game planning just to I gotta I gotta get 25 to Audric. I got I gotta get fifth 10 touches for my tight end. I've I've gotta get Tobias five. No, it's how can we go at this defense? And I've got trust in all my I mean they played design to go to can that throw, I forgot to say this for the issues. You know, we we've been crit- criticizing a lot of Sam Hartman today. That throw he made to Jaden all Jaden Greathouse for the touchdown was a flipping dime. In between, like there, there was in, not in, a lot of room yeah, for that. Yeah. And if he doesn't throw it at that exact second, it's not happening. Like I thought it was going to get picked off. Like when it left his hand, I was like, oh crap, that's a pick. It's whew, went right. I mean, it, that was a great throw, but. It's just due to – Jared, you know what, Sean? It comes back to what you said. Jared Parker calls plays like a coach that believes in his unit, not just I got a great running back that I can rely on or I've got a great tight end that I can call 87,000 plays for. It's like, dude, I, I got faith in all these guys. Jaden Thomas was non-existent today in the past game. Now, Jaden Thomas had a couple really good run blocks. Go look at that 80-yard touchdown run by Audrick Estiman. Go watch Jaden Greathouse blocking his – or Jaden Thomas blocking his butt off down the field. But he was non-existent in the past game. They had only it had a had a miscommunication on a route between him and Sam, and he dropped the deep ball. I mean, that 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 was Jaden Thomas's day today. We talked about all the all the passes that got caught today, fellas. None of them were for Jaden Thomas, the guy that was their leading receiver coming in the game, and they scored forenty-five points and had two hundred eighty-six pass yards and four touchdowns throwing the ball. And their leading receiver coming into the game did nothing. Yeah, like think about that. Which is why I didn't panic when Tobias wasn't doing a whole lot the last two weeks because it's like, well. 19 other dudes were doing something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. To, exactly. You know, that, that's a plate. That's a good, it, it rem- I mean, they had Brock Bowers, but like that to me is what made Georgia so good last year. Yes. They had Brock who was a dude, but like, it just didn't matter. Uh, Todd Munkin wasn't just drawing up 80 million plays for Brock Bowers. I mean, he would use Brock obviously, but he would draw stuff up for AD Mitchell. He would draw stuff up for the running backs. He'd draw stuff up for lab. I mean, look, if this is the play call we need to make, I, I don't care who's running it. I have faith that all these guys can make plays for me. And that's a, good place to be matt norton with the super chat thank you very much i thought parker adjusted well in the second half and the fact that we dropped 45 on one of the best defensive units in the nation should get fans excited also no flag on the neck tackle on hartman i think it looked worse than it actually was i don't because i he i think in order for it to be a flag don't you actually have to kind of yank the helmet in some way i I didn't see anything like like it was like here i mean well i thought he was around the helmet but i you can tackle around the helmet. You just can't like grab the back or you can't grab go from here. Behind. 
there was yeah. no kind of yeah there was no horse collar and there was no, no. like any kind of yanking on the helmet it, it yeah. vince you're great it did look worse than it was i did right i didn't know i don't know <clears throat> that that should have been a penalty. i thought the most egregious call today i i felt was the uh the uh the personal foul on onye well, I mean, he did hit him in the head. I thought that was ticky tack, but it, you know, if you're going to go by the book, it was the uh, the intentional grounding. I, oh, I, yeah. they said on the telecast with their rules analyst that if it's the second guy to touch the ball, can't right. be grounding. And he was out of the pocket. And he was out exactly. of the pocket. Exactly. Yes. Like, like in no shape, form, or fashion should have been like. I thought the the pants of the face on Riley Mills was bogus. I thought. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean. And and let's be honest, guys. I've said before, hey, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, bad officiates are not screw Notre Dame. But it did seem today that all the bad calls went against Notre Dame. I'm not going. I'm just going to be honest. It did yeah. seem that way. And you can take it however you want to take it, but that's just the reality of what I saw today, in my opinion. And it looks by reactions, at least from two of you, that you agree with that. That's wonderful. I, I do. That goes to the mentality of this team. Go ahead, call. Put the refs up. Whatever. Whatever obstacle you want to want to give us in this game on the road, weather, storm, break, Tony Gibson, Sam Hartman's record against this defense, what man, write the list. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. It means absolutely nothing. I thought the man, look, that's just a great job, man. Great job. What did Marcus Freeman say in the press conference? Yo, we told them all week, stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. Stay in the moment. That's it. Just stay in the moment. That's whatever happens. Stay in the moment. I was telling saying it earlier, Brian. I was happy to see him go after the refs as hard as he did on that personal foul on Riley Mills, where they claimed he had his 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 hand in the face mask of the offensive lineman, and he did. He he was getting on him quite a bit. I don't know how much they saw on the TV, but he was getting on Good. him quite a bit. Uh, the intentional grounding he went off on that one like there was there was another time where nc state had done something that they didn't call the, um there was another time like brendan armstrong was getting hit and he threw the ball and it hit an offensive lineman and it's kind of like uh shouldn't that be a you know illegal touching? it's illegal touching right and so 100%. he was very active he was very active on the officials today i thought so and they never even mentioned it on the broadcast i was like the offensive lineman can't touch a ball first it wasn't right. tipped like, that was right. terrible. Agree. All right. Tyler Evans, thank you very much. Uh, Chris Tyree wheel route, I believe, took the air out of NC State. It wasn't a wheel yeah. route. It was a scramble and a good yeah. well, job I, by Tyree I think to get open. I'd have to go look at the route. He might have actually want, run a wheel route, but then stopped okay. and then sneaked by. I'd have to go back and look. I, okay. So I'm not saying it wasn't a wheel route. I thought route, it was but... too shallow. Like, when they finally showed it, it looked like yeah. he was too shallow to have run a wheel. You know he what was, I mean? Like, he was, I mean, yeah, he was kind of, because I'm not saying it wasn't a, a, was a wheel route or wasn't, but I'm saying I don't know that it was or wasn't. I'd have to go back and look at it. Yeah. I think, if I'm, I don't know who the outside receiver was, but I know they switched places. Yeah, it was post-snap switch, and, yeah. And post-snap, like you, you pointed out. I think it was, I think it was Tobias. Is and I, I, what happened to the defensive back, they were in a zone, and he pushed Chris out of bounds. He forced him out of bounds, and then once the scramble happened, he totally forgot that Chris was yep. was behind him. Oh yeah, because and he came up to try to he came yeah. up to try and go at Sam Hartman and yeah, yeah. Relic Q, thanks for the super chat. What do you grade Sam Hartman on his transition to this style of offense so far this season, Ryan? I mean, he's been tremendous. I mean, I 
today was a little bit of a mixed bag. So if I'm getting the game, if I'm grading the entirety of this off season into the three games, I guess I would probably go like an A minus, but I mean, it's been spectacular. I mean, it really has. I mean, if you would have told me if I didn't know where Sam Hartman came from, what his experience was, and you just showed me this three game sample size, I would think that he would have been in this offense a decent amount of time at this point. Cause I still think, I think that is, mechanics and footwork and everything has been a pretty seamless transition for a guy that wasn't asked to do quite similar things to what he was doing now. Sean, how about you? How would you grade it? I would give him a flat out A. He, man, I said this earlier. He, I was the one that when he came to Notre Dame, I was like, hey, everybody pump your brakes. Like, you know, because I felt like he's not coming here to carry this team. He just needs to play well within the construct of Notre Dame football, which he has done. But he's exceeded so the intent, the intangibles that he's brought to this team was something that I really didn't anticipate because I was looking at it purely as an on-field quarterback performance thing. But he's added so much. He's added so much in the form of leadership, confidence, and just other things not just for the players we talked about it. he's added confidence for marcus freeman yeah and, and making decisions and doing certain things because he's the quarterback and oh man hey i yeah he, he gets an a for me I, I think putting the ball on the ground twice a day especially the timing of the fumble would, wait a minute are we talking me... about today or full season no full season so okay I, I, okay I, let me see. That that is to me is is enough to to bring it down to an A minus because I have a very high standard for an A. How if we're just talking about the like to the the on field play, just the on field play, I think to your point, Sean, when you add the intangible parts to it, that that's where if you're going to talk like big picture, what has he meant to the team? A. If I'm going to just because I also think there's been you know, there's been some misses here and they were able to take advantage of some things and there's some missed opportunities mm-hmm. today today. If I'm just going to talk about the on-field production and the on-field product, it's an A minus, and I don't hand out a lot of A's. And A minus for me is a very good grade. Hmm. Uh, but uh, he, he's what what can be lost in it. To and, and I'm glad you guys both went there because Ryan pointed out the play and how he's fit into the offense. Sean, you're talking about how having that type of presence impacts your football team. Both of them are great points. And, and uh, you know, we're talking A minus on-field production, A, and how he's impacted the program. That's why Notre Dame is 3-0 and and has yet to have a very close game. So it has yet to have a close game so far. Speaking of grades, here we go, Vince. All right, Jason – or Jacob Saylor, excuse me. Thank you for the super chat. I don't know if you talked about this, but how would you rate the ACC officials today? D. I mean, Jacob, you saw it, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, D. That was it. Was bad. It was, and and just and not even like some of the calls. Like, okay, yeah, a hold here. They like, okay, that's whatever. But like, not knowing the rules is what right. I have a problem with. The illegal and that happened touching, more than once. Yeah, the illegal that touching more than once. The, the intentional grounding, like that's not knowing the rules. Right. And and I have a problem with that. Like, e that not good. Yeah. Yeah, when it's one thing if it happened twice, maybe they didn't see it hit the offensive lineman. Maybe right. you know, but it he it happened twice. It. He almost but my point is, ball. let's just say in that one instance, <laughs> okay. because of the hectic nature of the play, they missed that sure. one. But it happened again. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's kind of my point is it wasn't just once. I'd have to, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again because I, I, you know, I, I didn't see the replay, but 
I didn't think the holding – I thought the holding penalty on Thomas Harper in the end zone or near the end zone was a bad call as well. I, I, I thought that was the receiver. Thomas was all over the dude. The receiver tried to make a move out to get outside of him, and he fell. Oh, oh you're talking – They had. that's because, uh, yeah, Brent Armstrong was under pressure. Right. Moved to the right in the pocket, and he just right. threw it up. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't think that should have been a holding penalty. And it gave him first and goal. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was a, a bad call as well. There was a lot of those today. It's like I some thought, of them, like like the Onye one, I mean, it was ticky-tack. They shouldn't have called it. But by, yeah. if you're if you're going to go to the letter of the law, he came yeah. down with his hat. I mean, I think, Ryan, you talked about it in our chat today. Like, that was a yeah. should have been called. But, like, just when you bring the up. hand down yeah. and you strike the head, you know. your hand. You don't have to yeah. strike down. I mean, don't you, down. they don't call it if he does it that way, right? I mean, it's yeah. just one of those things that – the Riley Mills thing they shouldn't have called, but you know, it's look, his hand was up in that region and whatever. But like that one to me, just like, no, there was no holding. They shouldn't have called that. Like that, that just they should have called that. And there there was I thought the I thought the person about on B on BMO was was ticky tacky, but BMO has to be smart. You know, yeah, you can't the, you can't be the on their sideline guy, and go to the face, man. The you, second you know. guy always gets caught. The second yeah, guy yeah. always gets caught. He yeah. has to know that. So. Yeah, that was silly. Yeah. That was as soon as you make the hit on the sideline, turn around and sprint. Back to the puddle. Yeah. Learning lesson for him. I and mean, that's what that'll be. It'll be a learning lesson. You know, Coach Mick will get on him for that and be like, hey, man, mm-hmm. I don't care what he said or did. You make that tackle. You you get back on the field and don't even put yourself in that situation. So yeah. he, here's one from Just ND Gal. Here we go. Nice. Hashtag tight end you. Not even a discussion. It really shouldn't be. I mean, it really shouldn't. Well, be. when you look at the history, you look at the drafting, you look at the depth across the board. Like, you're 100% today's right. Today's another example, fellas. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's a, you lose Michael Mayer and you go on the road and holding Stace balls out. And yep. He's got three touchdowns now through three games, Holden does. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Hey, so. Just look at the number of tight ends in the NFL tomorrow <laughs> when play kicks off. Dude, they got guys, Sean, that like Notre Dame's last playoff team, their number three tight end just caught a ball on Monday night football um, against the Chiefs, the defending champs. And yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And he he was an un, he, he was their number three tight end on, on that team. Like, yeah. Uh, contract oh, extension sorry. after year one. Are you <laughs> Charlie? <Sorry. laughs> it's all good, man. I think Charlie Weiss is the best. Last belt loop got a little upset with me about the one year contract oh, extension. Yeah. yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah. yeah, had to do it. Had to yeah. do it. We got a super sticker from uh, a super sticker from Richard Holt, buddy. I really appreciate that very, very much. We had another referee one down here from Joe Papiti. Vince, uh, hey, thank you, Joe. Yep, for that one. Can, can we talk about how intrusive the reps yeah. were? Yeah, we we definitely talked about them. You know, we definitely talked about them. It's just it was a bad job today overall. Not great. Here's the next one, Vince. Beef eater NDO8. Thank you very much. Hanging out with Capron Lewis more last night at the pep rally and Tui Alamaka giving my son his gloves after the game equals great weekend. That's awesome. You're not That's wrong. Awesome. Man. He sent he sent me those pictures. It's really cool. Really, really cool. One of the two most underrated, underappreciated players on that 2012 team. They oh, both yeah. were on defense. Cap and Danny Spawn were two very mm-hmm. underrated guys that made that defense work. And especially, Cap was more impactful than Danny Spawn, but they were both very important players on that team. Uh, as good as that D-line was, and Stephon Tewitt was a dude, and Lewis Nix was a dude, but Cap was really good that year. And I still believe if he doesn't tear his knee up in that game, I think he gets drafted higher, and and you know who knows what he'd done in the NFL, but I think he would have been drafted higher because he, he was a really good football player. Nathan Milton with the super chat. Thank you very much. First time in. I don't know how long the players look loose in the end zone and having fun playing. Offense makes mistakes, but still looks cohesive. Yeah, 
I think that's fair. But that's how you right. that's how you struggle early and finish the way they did because because you you are a team. You do have faith in each other. You know, I mean, Sam Hartman would have had reason not to go to certain players today who might have dropped balls or you know made mistakes or whatever. He just just kept going to them. There's a lot of like you said. There's a lot of faith in that man next to me going on his football team. Yep. There is. Agreed. There is. Raymond Horton, thank you for the super chat. Loving all these young kids getting major playing time. We are coming. And it's not even like bench time, right? It's not even like they're blowing teams out so they're playing a bunch of guys. I said it today. Jaden Greathouse is a regular in the rotation. Rico Flores was <laughs> on the field, I think, in Series 2, if not Series 1 today. Jeremiah loves getting touches. Jadarian Price is a redshirt freshman who had never played a snap of football coming into this year. Jabron Payne had two carries for five yards last year. You know what I mean? Defensively, Christian Gray's playing a bunch. I mean, the guys, they're, they're, they're Marcus Freeman said it this summer, and I and I said at the time, uh, look, I'm glad he said it. I hope he means it, but I'm kind of in a be- believe it when I see it, especially when you talk about the defense. And we've seen it. We've yep. seen it so far. I mean, you know, we're, they're, they're playing a lot of young dudes. Mick, Mike Mickens has no reason to play – Jaden Mickey as much as he does, and Ben Christian Gray as much as he does. He's got two two of the best corners in college football, in my opinion. But it's like, but hey, I I I because I know that this is what Coach Mickens believes. I want to play depth because I don't want Benjamin Morrison and Cam Hart to have to play 70 snaps a game. But I'm not putting some other dude on the field just to put him on the field. Right. You've got I've got to have the faith in you when you get out there that I have in those other guys. And the fact that Christian Gray, despite missing half the spring, is already kind of that guy with those guys in front of him just speaks volumes about his faith in those young players to put them in those moments. Cause like I said, Christian Gray, you guys go back and watch the film. Christian Gray was on the field when that game was still very, very close. And, and you know, they just kept going to him. Michael S. Thank you very much. Where was Colsey today? He was out there guys. We're going to, we can ask this after every game. Cause there's going to be some game where some dude doesn't catch the ball or doesn't play <laughs> t- right. Like, you know, but yeah. yeah, he was out there. Tyler Evans, super chat. Thank you very much. LSU, that's how you beat an ACC team. Go I, I Irish. Love, I love the shade. Wow, that is some serious shade. shade, man. Didn't Woo. we have another? Uh, didn't we have another ACC over SEC victory today, fellas? With the uh, the old Hurricanes beating Texas A&M. Yep. Just saying, the ACC's been taking it to the SEC so far this year, fellas. The only win was that big old win for Tennessee over Virginia, who lost to James Madison today. Um, but the rest of the SEC's uh, having some problems. Uh, Wake four. Actually, I'm sorry, fellas. I'm wrong. I'm incorrect. They had two ACC wins over the SEC today because Wake Forest, I believe, also beat they Vanderbilt. Did. So ACC putting in work. But you know who else puts in work? Notre Dame riding that 29 game win streak. Yeah. Here's a stat for you, fellas. They've won 29 straight games in the regular season against the ACC after today. 23 of those have been by double digits. And I believe the number is 12 of them have been by more than 20 after today. So I think that's the statistic that I that I came up with last night when I was going through the scores. But 23 now of the 29 wow. wins going back to the beginning of the 2018 season have been by double digits against the SEC. And I, I read this really petty article by some guy in the news observer, like the local paper here. Uh, my, and, and he was like, you know, they haven't exactly been beating the heavyweights. I just want to remind people 
that last year Notre Dame beat the ACC champ and the team that lost in the ACC championship game, both by double digits. Just want to remind people of that. And Notre Dame also beat the ACC champ in 2020. They've had five wins. So in 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I believe they've had three wins over the ACC runner-up. and But there have only been four because one year Notre Dame was the ACC runner-up. And they've twice in that five-year stretch beaten the ACC champ. So, Mr., uh, they haven't exactly beat the best of the ACC. If you're going to have a, a tantrum because your league is getting destroyed by Notre Dame, at least be accurate with your facts. I'm, I'm you know, sorry for being a stickler about actually knowing what you're talking about. But, you know, 29 in a row and twice you've beaten the team that won the, the conference. Uh, and one of those games was by 21 you might want to pipe down, especially when you're coming off the year when you beat both of the top best teams in the ACC. I'm just saying you may want to you may want to pipe down a little bit on that action. Marcus so. Freeman undefeated against the ACC. I mean, and and the the closest game they've had, Vince, I believe, is the 13 points against North Carolina last year in a game that at one point in time was like 45 to 14 or 20, or it was like 38 17 or something <laughs> like that. Like that game was not close, like ever. Yeah. So they scored a touchdown with like less than a minute left to make it 45 to 30. That's the closest game that the ACC has had because they won. They beat Carolina by 13. They beat Syracuse by 17. Again, a game that wasn't as close as the final score showed. They beat Clemson by 21. Again, they were up 28 nothing at one point in time. And they beat Boston College 44 to nothing. So a week after they beat NC State, by the way. Go back to that other one. We didn't do that Oops, one. Sorry. Yet. Yep. That's yes, all right. You are correct. <laughs> Daniel Hoffman, thank you so much for the super chat. Love your guys' show. Listen to the replay podcast always and figured it was time to chip in. BK is a walking turd. <laughs> Keep up the great work. He is taking full advantage of his one his one <laughs> super chat, man. I love it. This is his shot. I love, I love it. it, man. I, I, love I, it. Make, I was not expecting that as I was reading it. I was like, oh, he's throwing us some love. That's awesome. Keep yes. up the great work. And by the that. way, <laughs> that's great. I, I also want to take a petty shot at somebody for the guy that went at Vince yesterday in our chat, the NC State fan who said, y'all are forgetting that they're 13 and one at home. I just wanted to correct you. It's 13 and two yes. at home now. That is correct. NC State last few years. So I just wanted to make sure we're, we're, we're now updated updated on the stats a wolfpack fan actually said that to you Vince. yeah you guys are overlooking the fact that nc state's 13 and one in their last 14 home games you yeah know, i wasn't worried about you're it way too overconfident okay and i was like uh um i just want to <laughs> make sure we're, we're the record is clear it's 13 yeah. and two now 45 24 yeah. yeah and the last one was well, anyway yeah. all right man <laughs> And, and the other one we gave you by penalty, so whatever. Matt Norton, thank you for the super chat. Audric Estime has to put fear in opposing defenders. The way he can move with muscles on top of muscles is insane. He's a Mack truck. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not yeah, wrong. He Ryan, you were a linebacker. How would you feel about stepping into the hole take a long yeah. time? I, I would make a business decision, to be honest. I maybe would – I don't know. I would pull something – before yeah i i agree I, I would have i have a bad feeling that i would like have a hammy go out as soon as i took that lead step like oh, oh you know like yeah you know it would heal miraculously by the time i got to the sideline but it just precautionary i'd probably have to stay out the rest of the game i, I mean so. in, in all in all honesty though i was kind of a prick when i played so i probably would have tried to go chest to chest with him but it would not have ended up well no. so would, would have ended up with ryan <laughs> waking up about a week and a half later with his mom are you okay honey <laughs> 
Or what day is it? Would, or Audrey Gasmey <laughs> never would have ended up in North Notre Dame because he would have got <laughs> trucked by me. <laughs> now you're just being ridiculous. I love it. Ryan went from faking an injury to I would take him on in like a matter of 15 oh, seconds. I, 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 had, I had to get back into my mindset when I actually played. I haven't played in a little bit. Now, so. That's All great. Right. That's going to do it, Vince. Why don't oh, you take oh, us out of here, man. buddy? Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us uh, for another awesome post-game show. 3-0, and baby. Notre Dame is 3-0 and going into next week, just one game at a time. And uh, things keep working the way we want them to work. Things are going to be good. So... Well, hey, next week might be tough, though, Vince, because in recent years, the MAC teams have actually given Notre Dame tougher games than the ACC team. So I just, you know, thought I'd throw that in there real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, I don't see that being the case this time around. I don't think the I actually respect do the it. ACC. I just was getting tired of people taking shots at Vince and, and Sean for their confidence in this game today. So I yeah, just had to sorry. have a little bit of fun with them. Sorry, we're super confident. And oh, by the way, it paid off. We got another super yeah. chat here. By Tyler Evans, where do you guys believe the game ended? Where do you, uh, where you guys knew Notre Dame was going to beat NC State? For me, it was it was uh, two times. One, it happened when Audric went for six eighty. I said, okay, they come out of the breaks. Okay, they're they're, they're good. Yep. And then the second time was when they when they forced uh, the NC State to kick a field goal even before yeah, they missed yeah. it. They forced them to kick a field yeah. goal after the fumble, yeah. so they had no shot. This this yeah. was your chance to make this a game, and you couldn't do it. Yeah. That field goal, that field goal sequence was mine as well. I, I knew yeah. so as soon as they set up, I knew that it was done. But then as soon as they missed it, I was like, "Yeah, that's really done now." Yep. It, yeah, yeah. It was the first play out of the rain delay. It was the eighty? Like as soon as they came out and he went eighty yards and outran the whole secondary, I was like, "Okay, yeah. Notre Dame is who they are. Let's go." Yep. This team's different. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. How about you, Sean? When was it for you? When Notre Dame arrived safely in Raleigh. <laughs> He's not even smiling. <laughs> He's like, "Why y'all laughing?" I don't know why the plane landed. Oh, we're good. I, I guess we're gonna. I guess we're gonna upset fans in the chat when they land in Durham. It's, it's, I got the same feeling. Like, I love it. I love it. Hey, Sean. Let me just say oh. this, man. It is great to have you back, my friend. Great to have you back on the show. It's great. So, it's great to be back. Yeah. Um, if I can, Brian, you know, I just want to uh, because plenty of people. As I was talking to Brian, I'm like, yo, this is. I've had Notre Dame current players, former players reach out to me. Ivy Nation, LL Nation. You know, for those of you that didn't know, because I see people asking in the chat, was I sick? Um, yeah, I was diagnosed with cancer, like in May, I had to go through seven weeks of, uh, chemo and radiation and, uh, just got my taste back last Sunday. <laughs> Yay! So life is grand again, but, uh, yo, and from that, you know, I had to focus on LL cause I just didn't have the energy to do both. You know, and Lucky Lefty was in transition over to CFD Nation. So, um, I'm a man. My voice is back to sounding the same. I feel great. And so my schedule is going to pick up, and I'll be back on Irish Breakdown. And I'm sure you'll see me with Ryan and, you know, talking more recruiting stuff. And I'm man. I'm truly blessed. So to everyone that reached out or reached out to Brian through him, 
Uh, I appreciate you guys. I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for your thoughts. Uh, I felt every bit of it and every bit of it was needed. So it's much appreciated. And um, it's nothing better than uh, have going through what I had to go through and still talk Notre Dame football. It was, hey, you talk about getting your mind off of things and obstacles. Yeah, so maybe that's the way I feel about this Notre Dame team because I know how blessed I am and what I just went through, you know. And I overcame, and I expect this Notre Dame team to be some serious overcomers this year. So it's uh, it's all lining up. This is – I think this might end up being a magical season in some way, form, or fashion, guys, in a lot of different ways. So, yep, I'm happy to be back, man. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back. And we're happy to have you, man. There's no no better way to end it than that, folks. Thanks for being with us on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We'll see you all again tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, me and Vince, upon further review. Talk to you all soon. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your night watching college football. Notre Dame, 3 and 0.